Welcome to the Building Blocks of Business, a podcast show where we dive in and explore various aspects of the business world. This show is brought to you by Ecel NITK in association with NITK Toastmasters Club. I am your host Tirth Savla, final year B.Tech student in the Department of Chemical Engineering. Today you are listening to the fourth episode of season one, the ABCs of applying to a B school. As a proud Royal Mac NITK grad. Abhishek pursued a master's in engineering management from Duke in the year 2013 and is a recent NCR MBA grad having worked within the financial services space in New York City for 7 years he has enjoyed being both an operator and an advisor focused on strategy financial planning and analysis and commercial management having grown up in four different countries in the middle east Abhishek has realized that international experiences enrich one's outlook both personally and professionally. In his free time, he enjoys traveling, working with non-profits on economic empowerment, plays the guitar, mixes music and collects coin. Hello Abhishek, it is great to have you with us in today's episode of the ABCs of applying to a B school. How are you doing? How's the weather in Fontainebleau? Hi Tirth, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's a pleasure to be here as well. Uh the weather in Fontainebleau right now is really great. It's summer season, so it's time to get out those uh tank tops and barbecues. Uh think about it as the NITK weather right by the beach just gives the humidity. So things are going great. How about yourself, Tirth? How are things in Suratkal? Right now I am in Mumbai. Okay. So it's raining a lot in Mumbai and the weather is very pleasant. It's very cold. <laughs> got it. Got yeah. it. And I can imagine the weather in Fontainebleau. I mean, I am missing the Suratkal weather. <laughs> it's been months since I've been to the college. <laughs> got it. Got it. Yeah, it's definitely a new yeah. norm during these times and I hope you're uh, keeping safe and healthy. I am. Thank you very much. I hope you are doing as well. Yep. Thanks. So uh, right after graduation you joined Duke University and pursued a master's degree in engineering management many indian graduates start applying for indian programs at iims or the indian school of business what was the reason behind this decision sure that's a great question so there's two main reasons behind it one is the geographic preference in which i wanted to work having grown up in dubai i you know have have kind of grown up in different countries in the middle east in dubai and saudi arabia and in bahrain and i did come for my undergrad to nitk because it is a top school but i did know that i wanted to work in the us and the best way to make that happen would be to pursue a masters degree straight after my undergrad which was what my mind was set on since my third year that's the first reason my geographic preference of working in the us and the second reason was uh after 4 years of doing mechanical engineering and kind of fixing the nuts and bolts around and interning on the shop floor i figured that you know full time core job is not something that i see myself doing down the road or kind of flourishing in which is why i want to complement the mechanical engineering education with a business education to land opportunities that are more techno commercial in me all right so can you tell us about your experience at duke and how the masters in engineering management held you in your future career choices absolutely um well i've never lived or worked in the us before so it was definitely i wouldn't say a culture shock but a new experience lots of new learnings i still remember the time when i first landed in new york and my brother picked me up from the airport and um you know i was i was i was roaming around and i went to a bar uh you know the whole concept of a tip and how you know 15% of whatever you pay should be a tip was very new to me so it was a great learning experience mm-hmm. coming to the US 
it's a very different sort of a culture and one that you know if you've survived four years of nitk you will thrive in for sure duke was a great experience for uh, for two reasons one was because the fact that the school is quite reputed and the program is very small and collegial in nature most of the people that go to an engineering management school or program uh, typically have zero to two years of work experience so it's almost like an extension for school so i got to live the undergrad us life that i didn't quite live uh, for the four years i was in surat kal so that was the that was the reason why it was an enriching experience and the second is it's extremely flexible um so the actual program is one year and you need to complete eight courses of which four are required courses and the other four you can tailor it according to what you want to do after that or which areas you want to explore based on your interest so i was very focused on finance i took a lot of electives uh with regards to financial restructuring mergers and acquisitions and ip law which i really liked and i know several other classmates that have taken also courses which are core mechanical engineering to complement you know their uh, business education in the other four courses so you know the flexibility with regards to coursework was something that really attracted me to duke and i thought was very helpful in identifying interests and short term and long term goals and the other part was on how you how flexible the program is in terms of timeline so these eight courses you could choose to do it in either one year one and a half years or two years so i opted to do it in one and a half or two years for a couple of reasons one was it helped me get acclimatized to the us work culture without burdening myself with coursework and the second is it gives you more time to network go to networking events and talk to people and uh, figure out what your passions are and where you want to be working after that so it was a very memorable experience lots of great things some of my most memorable experience were camping out for uh 3 days straight from a tent wow. <laughs> um living in a tent pretty much in the cold and lining up to get basketball tickets as you know basketball is religion at duke and even if you're not a basketball fan you will become one if you go to duke so you know it was it was really cool to have received those tickets and attend all the games and the energy in the place is just so driven by sports and basketball which is nice that sounds fun yeah lots of fun so your time at duke seems fascinating i mean for people who are eager to join uh, or who are not sure of what they want to do mm-hmm. but are interested in management as well as they want to continue engineering mm-hmm. something like this would be a really good idea for them especially if they want to dive into it uh, soon after graduation absolutely the flexibility itself is a great idea when they are not sure and when they just want to explore plus the culture rich culture over there absolutely i so, think you're spot on and the coursework flexibility and the timeline flexibility in which you can do the program really allows for that i think it's a great stepping stone to working in the us one and two um working in you know non traditional um fields post engineering all right so after about 8 years of graduation from nitk mm-hmm. Uh, in which you pursued masters in engineering management and worked in varied capacities you joined ncert which is one of the best business schools in the world i know you have a lot to share about your time at ncert but can you tell me about a few experiences that you found really fascinating and have shaped your goals for the future yeah absolutely every single minute every single day is a new experience here at ncert and despite the fact we were locked down i think that element still stands because at the end of the day okay fine you're adjusting to a new norm which is online classes and you're uh, probably not going on a lot of travels which means that everyone's in the same place and fontainebleau is not a very big place so you get much closer as 
classmates and people but a couple of my uh, best experiences would be the welcome week where for the first week what you have is the seniors or the prior batch just like you know how you have in probably freshman year it's I, i wouldn't call it ragging but it's like a little form of hazing where all of you are divided into four different uh, clubs or houses it's very similar to the fraternity concept and you're made to do a bunch of you know tasks not just like problem solving tasks but things like okay go to the shopping mall and then um you know take a video of yourself hugging a policeman or go and propose to a girl yeah. <laughs> and her around and take a video of that so you know it's it's, it's a lot of fun it helps you build camaraderie with your uh, batchmates so that was one really cool experience the second experience which i thought was really nice was our unofficial graduation so this was in the middle of fontainebleau which is actually a very ancient uh, french town with lots of castles around where we organized our own graduation with like our own unofficial speaker uh, right in the middle of a mansion of an argentinian billionaire all of us were suited up lots of champagne uh, just a couple of weeks ago which was a very nice experience so that 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 also was one of my very memorable experience and the third was this thing called dash so at the end of the first period or the second period i think at the end of the first period um at the two month mark what happens is everyone dresses up in costumes wakes up early in the morning and it's almost like you know a little pre party and everyone runs into class in these costumes it's a little um, uh, you know kind of <laughs> demanding for a professor to be teaching a bunch of people in a costume but i think it was really fun it helps increase the the collaboration that you have at ncr and especially given the diversity of mm. people it really helps to get no other cultures better that sounds quite fancy all the programs that you mentioned so uh, can you tell me more about the uh, educational programs that you have at ncr and how the years are divided can you go for a work experience for a year or take a semester yeah. or something like that Absolutely. So INSEAD is a very accelerated program. So from an academic standpoint, it is very intense and the intensity is front loaded. What that means is it's typically a 10 month program that's split across five periods, two months per period. So in P1 and P2, you have your core courses, which are your you know basic pillars of strategy, finance, financial accounting, operations management, uh, managerial accounting, organizational behavior and things like that these are your very standard courses then in p3 you have uh, i would say 20% of the courses which are the standard courses the non electives four courses and the rest are all elective so you could choose from the different organizations or other functions like strategy operations management organization behavior finance in which fields you want to actually specialize in and there's lots of different fascinating electives that you can take one of the uh, more fascinating ones that I've taken off late which I really enjoyed despite the virtual setting was this course called grading performance and purpose which was actually taught by the ex ceo of pepsico or uh, her name yeah. is Ingrid Noe I'm sure you know her and uh, yeah so she was the professor for the course or the co-professor and it was interesting because it talks about how you want to integrate performance of a company that's like you know revenue growth profitability growth strong balance sheet and cash flow statement with purpose are you actually giving back to society which i thought was an interesting concept especially given that we're facing a lot of different challenges like climate change gender diversity uh eating healthy education economic empowerment and things like that so that's something i really enjoyed from course okay work. and during the course work did you go for some work experience some internship or externship of any kind right so every year at insiad there's two intake batches a j batch and a d batch 
The J batch graduates in July and the D batch graduates in December. So the J batch is a 10 month program where you do not have time to do an internship or rather there is no break, but you can always work part time. And a lot of people do that. In fact, a lot of people also uh, take advantage of the resources at the entrepreneurship cell, just like yourself right now and get linked up with um, with startups that are really interesting and have different uh, sort of value propositions and work part-time there on an unpaid or a paid basis. But the D batch is what you want to be targeting. If you do want to do an internship, you do have two months to do an internship. So that's kind of how uh, academics goes hand in hand with part-time work out here at NCI. And of course, the opportunities are ample. You could always reach out to a professor and connect with a professor on whether you want to expand on a particular area of research and uh, that can also be a very fruitful experience. I can only imagine how enriching it would be for you. The course taught by the PepsiCo CEO just sounds amazing. I cannot even imagine how it would be in person. So that's an amazing experience. Well, uh, I, I also did not get the opportunity, unfortunately, take this course in person. It was all on Zoom, but still uh, it was it was a very enriching course. <laughs> True. So can you tell me more about your application strategy to Duke as well as NCR? Sure. So they're two very different ball games, And the main reason is because you have different number of years of work yes. experience. So for Duke, my application strategy was, of course, um, you know, to give the GRE. And I think the quantitative score for GRE really matters okay. a lot. If you focus on really nailing that down, it's a huge advantage in that one pillar is academic. The second is on your essay. Essay is really important because it tells your story and your story should be captivating. It doesn't necessarily have to align with what they want to hear, but it should be unique, genuine and very captivating. So I would highly recommend that people you know really well, get it reviewed by them because they know you the best, your mom, your dad, your brother, sister, best friends in your dorm, uh, get it reviewed by them. And I think uh, that's the second aspect and that should be checkbox. And the third is your experiences, just leadership experience. For instance, what kind of leadership initiatives have you taken? Where have you shown that uh, you know, you've gone above and beyond to create value to not only yourself, but the society around you? That could be in the form of um, organizing a podcast session just like this proactively to help uh, alumni and future aspirants for applications or uh, taking up a leadership position in the union, the student council. So I think I had those three things working pretty well for me. Uh, I was a CR for the mechanical engineering branch for two years. And after that, I was also uh, one of the uh, part of the leadership team for NC where I organized the Pro Nights in 2011. And for the first time we got in Sunidhi Johan, we had a GA show. So all that kind of covered the leadership part. Uh, for the essay, of course, like, you know, I spoke about my diverse international upbringing. That was my unique selling point. And I think that helped and went a long way. And for the GRE, as long as you get a perfect score on the math part, which was the case in uh, in my situation, I think you should be sorted on that. And obviously, all of this is catalyzed by your uh, recommendations and your recommenders. I would highly suggest get in touch with them and give them a heads up that it's coming early on in the process. So that is th that is how the application process uh, works for Duke and how I would approach it. Now for INSEAD, it has to be a bit more in-depth because what's happened is you have several years of work experiences and INSEAD as a school wants to know you as a person extremely well. Um, they, the, you know, the average number of words in each and every essay and the average amount of time it will take you to write all these essays will be significantly more, if not slightly more 
than other top business schools and the average number of work experience years is also slightly higher which means that your work experience and the kind of lessons that you've learned really should shine through and NCR uh, focuses on four main pillars the first and foremost is academics and that should be substantiated by your GRE or GMAT score no difference between the two your grades either in your undergrad on your master's program and or any sort of coursework or research paper publications that you might have pursued in your career. It just shows intellectual capacity That's the first pillar. The second pillar is international motivation. So what this means is that have you ever lived or worked in a country or countries outside that of which your passport is a part of? Um, and what kind of lessons have you learned from that? Can you assimilate and kind of empathize with people from different educational backgrounds? Because here at INSEAD, the unique part is that this is a business school where there's no one truly dominant culture. If you're going to go to HBS or Wharton, everyone is going to try and be American because you're in America. Everyone's going to try and wear a Patagonia vest. Everyone's going to try and play beer pong. Uh, but out here, we do the same things, but you can be yourself because the diversity is just so much. Uh, the highest percentage of uh, one nationality is Indians, of course, and that's 11%. And every other nationality is very well represented and come in small packages, which means that the diversity aspect is really heightened. It's important for NCR to know you can flourish. And that's, that's the second part, international motivation. Um, then the third part is around leadership experiences. Now, when I say leadership experience, it's specifically your ability to go above and beyond to anticipate an opportunity, either in an organization or in a nonprofit or in a non-work setting. But it's that ability to go above and beyond, anticipate the opportunity, build a compelling vision, articulate sort of the vision, get buy-in from different stakeholders and achieve it while having fun doing all of this. So that that that's really important to be able to lead people and uh, uh, you know kind of be cognizant of what your leadership style is so that's the third big pillar for NCR and uh, the, the last pillar I would say for NCR would be around uh, just generally how you giving back to society that's a huge uh, huge huge uh, huge pillar because it's your ability to contribute so what have you done that contributes to society is it in the form of a non-profit where you focused on economic empowerment, which was the case with me. Have you uh, have you worked on probably setting up a little fund or fundraising for a friend that's suffering from cancer? That could be a good story. And NCR is very heavy on, as we call it, a business as a force for good. And it goes back to also what I was talking about, what Indra Noi uh, teaches at NCR, which is integrating performance with purpose. So what's your purpose in society? So those are the four big pillars, your academic capacity, your international motivation, your leadership abilities, and your ability to give back to society, which uh, which are very important and should shine through in each and every one of your essays as part of the application. Happy to talk a little more on any one of them if you had any specific questions. All right. I think we can focus more on NCR. If you want to elaborate on any one of those facets which you think is really important, then you can please uh, tell us more about it. Yeah, I think for NCR, international motivation is extremely important. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if there is a particular weighting, but if you don't have a very impressive GRE or GMAT score, but if you haven't been able to live and or work just from an intern capacity or just living capacity in a couple of other countries uh, outside outside your uh, the one that you hold a passport in, then uh, that can be a challenge in the application process. 
so international motivation is extremely important and what that means is you know how flexible are you can you adapt in a culture or other multinational company where you have to wear different hats you have to manage probably a bunch of factory workers in china and report back to headquarters in the us both extremely different cultures in terms of giving feedback number of work hours salary what not so how can you kind of bridge all these uh, you know cultural differences and kind of take it to your advantage and make it result in actual commercial upside in a business setting that's extremely important i think uh, the one tip that i have is this should show or this should come across in your essays while applying to ncr for sure all right that makes a lot more sense so uh, i think for you it's uh, quite straightforward you have to focus on your gre gmat scores but along with that the essays that you write have to actually tell a story about yourself and what you have done within the few years of college whereas for ncr where you have a lot of work experience and some other ex- kind of experiences you need to probably weave a story and you know give whole picture about yourself and that story itself has to express a lot about you in the way you adapt and overcome yeah. in your life and various situations so yeah that gives exactly. a lot of uh, it makes a lot of sense and it's quite insightful yeah and you know like it's not just work experience it could just be traveling for instance say uh you know you took a year off and you just made it a point to travel all across the world and you went to africa dubai Uh, a bunch of countries in europe and then you learned about all these diverse experiences that could be a very good story or even if you've um you know undertook uh, undertaken learning a foreign language for instance you want to learn chinese that also shows a lot of international motivation so i would uh, highly recommend kind of thinking out of the box as well if if quite intriguing <laughs> indeed so you are graduating this year from ncr in these difficult times yeah That's correct yep. so what are your future plans <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, um after I graduated from Duke, I already did consulting for 3 years and I already did something after consulting which normally is an exit option for consulting, which is corporate strategy in a um in a scaling private equity backed firm. Now, I found that experience very interesting to be able to go into a company that's growing from 500 to 2000 employees. and uh, kind of manage all the financial strategic and operational aspect of that company so what i do want to do after ncr like ncr is a very consulting heavy school if you do want to get into consulting it's uh, you know you do your homework and you will get in uh, but since i've done it before uh, unlike most other acquaintances of mine probably my interests more lie in the private equity region uh, so what a private equity firm does is basically they invest in a bunch of companies and uh, you know kind of implement a lot of changes to make the company perform better okay. and in two or three years okay. sell it to another company for you know a premium that's how they make money so i'm really interested in joining a private equity firm where i work on the operation side of things where i go into each of these companies help them scale do all the strategy finance and operations for these companies and drive commercial upside and uh, you know kind of get out so that the private equity firm can uh, can exit and reap a reward on their investment so that's that's the area i'm focused on it's a very unconventional sort of a career track um you don't have like a specialized hiring process for these sort of roles but that's what makes it fun as well so uh although i graduate in a week i plan to spend the next one and a half to two months traveling around europe like uh like i mentioned a week back i was in biarritz in southern france surfing 
and in a week i plan to be in well today i plan to leave to spain and spend a week and a half there and just meet people network with people see what kind of companies are investing in and how you can add value it is indeed unconventional i wish you good luck in your journey and especially uh, your following few months exploring spain and other countries of europe i'm sure you'll have a lot of fun so take care and enjoy and i also wish you good luck in your future endeavors even uh, when you were describing about private equity firms that was quite insightful because personally i did not know about that and i think that will be true for a lot of our listeners so thanks a lot for giving us more to think about right. it <laughs> all right absolutely thanks thanks for having me tirth and uh, good luck with everything enjoy the rest of your final year and also uh, to all the listeners and the audience please feel free to reach out to me um if you have any questions and with that we come to the end of today's episode so thank you very much abhishek for making time for this and sharing inspiring insights with our listeners on your mba journey i'm sure our listeners will find this very useful thank you so much i would also like to thank our listeners i hope you took away something valuable from today's episode of the abc's of applying to a b school until next time stay home stay safe and stay strong